Hey there, Miss Pammy. Hi, Rook. We're just coming in to let everybody know that this is actually part two you're listening to right now. Yes, the confessionals. Yes. So if you haven't listened to part one of our fun little convo with Kennedy slash at Gown Eye Girl, please hit pause and go back and listen to episode 134. You don't want to miss out because it's really funny. Yes. It's really good. And these are awesome. Yes. And if you have already listened to the interview, please keep listening because the confessionals are so fun. Enjoy. Yeah. Something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. So for any of our new listeners, confessionals are um, just listeners submitted uh, stories or questions or rants that they send in. Um, always anonymous. Mm-hmm. We don't reveal who you are, so you can share your secrets with us. They are safe with yes, us. Yes, they're very safe with us. I always make Pammy go first, and I always politely ask her to give herself the longest ones. And sometimes <laughs> she listens to me. Let's see what happens today. <laughs> I did. I definitely took one for the team. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, I'll let you. I'll let you go. Here we go. Dear Pam, Brooke, and Ruthie. I have thought about sending you this confessional for some time now and decided to do it. So a few years ago, I went to the wedding of a cousin of mine who I didn't know that well. My family is very small and we all sat at one table while everyone else in attendance except for some friends and the couple was the groom's family. The thing is, his family is huge. And all in all, there were more than 500 people at the wedding. Damn. They were one table? And the other, everyone else was his family? That's wild. Damn. (laughs) Okay. We all gathered and got settled at our tables and the first dance started. At one point during the dance, the bride and groom kind of danced a little bit away from each other. The bride had a nice strapless wedding dress and unfortunately threw her arms up while dancing. And as she did it, her dress slid down and one of her breasts got exposed. No. It was the left one. Oh, my God. I'll never forget. I'm sorry. I love that detail. I know. That's the lucky one. (laughs) No. It was the left one. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'll never forget. That picture is burned inside my mind. She froze for a second, pulling her dress up with a blank expression on her face that gave out that she couldn't even grasp what just happened. Immediately, the groom danced over to her, hugged her, kissed her forehead, and pulled her back into the dance. It was a glitch that they overcame with unbelievable grace and in front of more than 500 people. (laughs) The bride continued to dance all night long And where I'm from, wedding parties last until the morning, so it really was all night. And obviously enjoyed herself. But what made me laugh was talking to my other cousin who was at the table with me. I told her later in the evening that I'm so impressed as to how they handled it. And she, my cousin at the table, said, well, it's not a big deal. She had a pasty on. Um, first of all, Brick and Pam, no, she did not have a pasty on. (laughs) Come on, girl. Give her a little grace. (laughs) As I said, it was a scene that I will never be able to get out of my head and honestly could realistically draw from memory right now. Also, the bride isn't really a person who takes interest in stuff like fashion, and I would be surprised if she even knew what a pasty was. 
<laughs> that line is such a dig. Like, cause pa- yeah, pasties are the pinnacle of fat. It's hope couture pasties are. It's like, <laughs> you can get them at Target. Yeah. <laughs> and second and more important, even if she had her nipple covered, come on, it's real life, not Instagram. It's not like you can just cover your nipple <laughs> and the breast doesn't matter, especially when it gets out to say hello on your wedding date during your first dance while pretty much everyone you know is paying attention to you. I love how what? she's not minimizing this. No. <laughs> she's like, she's like, it's not like Instagram where there's whores. This is real <laughs> life. I'm like, Anyway, they got over it in the best way possible way, and I honestly admired them for it, but still had to share the story with with you guys. I hope you are well, and that includes sweet Ruthie from Lots of Love from a Small Town in Croatia. Oh, yay, Croatia. Yes, shout out to Croatia. (laughs) I couldn't love this story more. I love that she wrote this in in detail. I needed all the details. So thank you. I I almost feel like maybe it's better that it was 500 people because then it's just a blur of a crowd rather than just like intimate that's true. You know, maybe it's better that it was 500. Maybe well, I'm just trying well, this, to be kind. Yeah. This girl like won't let it go though. She's <laughs> like, no, I need everyone. So like everybody just like Hannah Montana movie style decided like, we're not going to, we're going to pretend this didn't happen. And she, the memory gremlin is like, no, I'm going to remember it forever. It's like, let it go, girl. It's a little titty. It never hurt nobody. Like, <laughs> let Let the bride move past it. I I like the idea of being like part of the bridal party and told immediately that you're going to start the whisper campaign that there was a pasty. It was just a dark pasty and just start the whisper campaign. If that helps her, I will continue. Listen, we will all we will all try from here on out. We believe in this story that it was a pasty. The cousin was ready to. (laughs) Did you hear the dog? That was Ruthie. The dog just went, the dog does not agree with me. The dog no, believes it was the, a full boob. Yeah. The cousin, though, was like willing to like, they yes. were like, no, it was a pasty. It's okay. And she's like, no, it was full boob. <laughs> Nip and all. Like, she said she could no draw it from memory. I don't even know I could draw my own. Like, are you serious? What? I feel like this person has never seen a boob before in real life. <laughs> And it just really traumatized them. And everybody else was like, it's a boob. It's fine. I I think there's topless beaches in Croatia. I imagine in your industry, especially when you were working more in the shops, you just saw boobs left and right. Like there's no way. Yeah. I used to say that I see more naked women than a 19-year-old frat boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I definitely think like there's certain like that's the thing. You you did a lot of dance and theater. So there's the back. Yeah, change room. Whereas I played sports. Again, you're just like everyone's just getting nude. It doesn't matter. We're changing clothes. We're just getting what we need to do. I will say the swimmer girls were a level of nude that I was I, I was not shocked by but impressed by. The swimmer girls could just stand around nude, nude, and just continue the conversation. Like, no really? speed up to put on anything. I wow. think they were drying off. Well, yeah. Yeah, so I don't oh, blame I them. That. Right, but I was just like, and also have swimmer bodies, so, like, I'd walk around naked, too. I, right. Yeah. I know. Shout out to our swimmer girls, man. They're just letting it air out for a minute while continuing to <laughs> gossip. And I'm like, those girls rule. <laughs> um, but, so like, I, yeah. God. 
No, this girl's just like, she's like, you can't just cover the nipple. The rest of the breast doesn't matter. That's exactly how it works, my friend. Like, that's ex- <laughs> I don't understand what you mean. That's how I pick bikinis. If it covers the good stuff, we're good, you know? <laughs> I also love, by the way, the groom thumbs up five stars what a great way to just pull focus make her feel loved let's move on with the night yeah smooth operator yep yes i love that he's like that's my wife yeah that's my boob i'm in (laughs) (laughs) i like he comforted her but made it light and they kept on dancing yeah they didn't like record scratch everyone like ooh. didn't run off the dance floor Yeah. yeah Also, I'm hoping that with that many people, there was probably a spotlight on her, which maybe doesn't help. But also, like, you don't see the crowd. You're not seeing the faces or anything. Like, it just, they were in their own little world, hopefully, at that moment. And I imagine if I was that bride, I mean, I would have just gone out with the night, whatever, a boob's a boob. But I think I would have strutted off the dance floor and marched right over to the bar and been like, sir, I need a shot. (laughs) (laughs) I I would have just... Pulled the second one out, you know? You've seen the first one. May as well right? make it a pair. Showing one Whatever. is just as bad as showing two. Let's just right? let's just get yeah. it out there. But I love that she's like writing in and she's like, the bride was traumatized. So I feel like I just had to share it with all with you and all your listeners. <laughs> this poor bride is probably at home like trying to move on with her life. And well, we say free the boob and we like it. Yeah, so it's all good. go girl, go girl. It's all good. Bride, so- if you're listening, I'm here for you so if someone would like to avoid this fate at their wedding since you are a person who you know like has this profession in specifically like not only styling but like thinking of ways to make sure things stay up the whole time obviously we discussed pasties are great and as i said they're at target it's really easy to find yeah Yeah. what other ways can you make sure that the dress is fitted properly so this kind of thing doesn't happen so just from the way that she's saying it, I feel like this bride was probably bustier. So that's just something that will probably happen with any sort of strapless dress. So I would say like when you're in the back, like putting your dress on, do like a little arm lift and see like where your boob pops up just so that you have that idea in your head and you can keep an eye on that. Um, but a lot of people don't realize that like with strapless dresses, the what keeps the dress up is the waist, not the boobs. So you have to make sure that the dress is fitted really nicely in your waist it's not too tight and it's not too loose and so even if the dress itself is a little bit looser on top if it's fitted really nicely in your waist it's not going to fall down oh that's a good tip so during alterations and when you're cinching it in when you're actually on the day focus on the waist make sure you don't skimp out there because you probably want to loosen I could see she probably loosened a little bit for the reception she's gonna have a snack gonna have dinner you know what I mean and probably probably get a little loosey-goosey after she went pee-pee That's what I think probably happened. No, I don't. Her friend helped her go pee. She has this huge dress on, you know, and then afterwards you re-judge it up before you go into the reception. Loosen it up a little bit. I'm going to have some mac and cheese. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I I didn't have mac and cheese at my my reception, but now I want it. No, I'm thinking, you know, do the the hand raise, you know? We'll do it. We're all lifting our arms. Yeah. She's probably doing she like must have been getting down though you know? for yeah. it to like pop out. Yeah, you gotta. Te- you, that's a good point. That's another good tip is before you go out, do a little dance test know, in the thing. Yeah. Know where you yeah, are. Yeah, do a couple songs, learn, and then teach your groom <laughs> to shimmy over. Like just be on boob watch. If anything yeah. starts to pop out, just kind of like boob shimmy watch. over and block it and help me scooch it up. It's fine. 
It's not a fun night until somebody's boob pops out. I so mean, I think, you know. Now it's a party. It's a good wedding. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Means good luck, right? Yes. Definitely. That, yes. The old wives tale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, But Lord. No, only if it's the left one. Are there boobs only in mine? Only if it's mind? the left one. <laughs> We're gonna move on to the next confessional. Are there boobs in mine? Preview. What? What? Uh, is there any any boobs in mine? I don't think genitalia, so. Genitalia? Anything X-rated? I need to be aware of. Mm, I don't think so. Boo! But it's a surprise. <laughs> it's a surprise. <laughs> it's a surprise. Okay, so confessional number two. I will get started. <clears throat> Dear Brooke, Pam, Ruthie, and guest, in episode 117, you asked if there was anyone who was planning a wedding without their significant other meeting the rest of the family. My family hasn't met my fiance. Ooh, okay. Juicy. I love it. We live in a different state from them. Not only have they not met him, they don't even know I'm engaged. Ooh. My parents are insanely overprotective, and they treat me and my adult siblings like small children. We all stopped telling them about our lives and and decisions years ago because when we shared anything, they would get nervous and ask us over and over if we were sure, if we had thought everything through, etc. My mom would be saying, oh, you know how we worry. My mom once wanted to go to my older brother's house at 6 a.m. so she could ride to work with him because it was snowing and she was worried that he might get into an accident. He was 32 years old at the time. Oh my goodness. This is why like, would mom being in the car prevent them from getting in an accident? Wouldn't she She'd potentially cause get into an accident yeah. driving to him? Because she'd be leaving earlier than 6 a.m. Yes. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. This is helicopter parenting to a whole nother level. Yeah. All right. We'll keep going. Yeah. And my dad would be telling us we were crazy for doing whatever it was we were, whatever it was we were doing, whether it was choosing a college, a career, or even a date. No matter what it was, we were wrong. So I share very little with them because I don't want the drama. My fiance and I are planning to elope in Central Park with no guests. It'll just be us, our dog, our officiant, and a witness as required by the state of New York, along with any other strangers who happen to be in the park that day. Also, you girls said if anyone likes Bride Wars, the movie, (laughs) to let you know, Bride Wars is one of my favorite wedding movies. Emma and Liv are planning a June wedding at the Plaza. I love this idea and their enthusiasm for it. Candace oh. Bergen. I lo- oh, by the way, this like keeps going. She's yeah. like, oh. oh yeah, she's like giving us a hard. She's review giving us a review. Yeah. Yes. Candace Bergen is great. Is the role of Marianne St. Clair, and I love Steve Howie. Liv is pushy and annoying, and Evan doesn't take shit from anyone until she doesn't. Overall, I love the movie. Bridesmaids is a different story. I hate that movie. It's just depressing. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. I love the podcast and I can't wait to hear the next episode from Secretly Engaged. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. First of all, listen, I saw Brides Wars on an airplane and maybe that did alter my view. But I, yeah, do you still... Do you still think it's a bad movie? Pam's making a face. Yeah. It's okay. We can you all disagree. What? We all have different it's opinions. Okay. I, you know what? I love that you wrote in and are standing by it and Absolutely. love it. You yes. know, that's, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it plays. I love on- Bride Wars. Oh, see. There I we go. I love Bride Wars. It's a classic. Yeah. See, you're not, you're not alone. It's just us. It's just us. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, Bridesmaids, though funny, you're not wrong. It is very depressing. It is. Yeah. It's a tough one, but it's also fun. 
Okay, let's get to the actual confessional. Sorry, I just want to talk about the movie stuff because, you know, she came in with the heat. <laughs> yes. Well, and, and I love that she, you know, she took the note. We asked and she wrote in and answered. So yeah. thank you. If more people want to tell us if they like or dislike any of the movies that we talked about in that episode with Paul, please let us know because yes. I love getting everyone's thoughts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so let, okay, just round, round the table really quick. Let's mm-hmm. figure out how we all feel about the fact that she has not told her parents about getting engaged. Are you for it? Knowing that just there's so little about the parents, yes, absolutely. Kennedy? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I work in this industry. I feel like it's it's more common than you would think that people don't involve their parents in a lot of wedding stuff. Like it's 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 not as uncommon as you'd think. Yeah. I, I think that we're all in agreement that you're not being a weirdo for doing that at all. I, I think in this circumstance, it makes complete sense. Yes. Yeah. Um. Uh, what what What's unfortunate is that that your parents obviously are trying to like really stay in your lives, but are like gripping on so hard that it like is backfiring. And yeah. I wish there was a way to like kind of get them to ease up a little bit because well, it shows they care. They do care. Yes. They just care a little too hard. Yeah. They care. They care too hard. That's so true. But I think it's. I think by the way, I think that the Central Park elopement sounds super romantic and yeah. fun. So fun. And your dog's going to be there. Yeah. And I uh, eloped in public on a beach and I, oh. we had a stranger as our, um, what, what do you call it? The um, witness. 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 Thank you. And she cried and was like teary eyed and other oh. people applauded in the background. So like, I think you're going to have a really good experience because I promise you anyone seeing you in whatever you guys wear and it's obvious that you're getting married in that moment all the strangers around you are going to give you all this additional love. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's going to feel like a wedding in that moment. You yeah. know what I mean? So Even though it's magical. small. Yeah, yeah. It's going to feel like those people there. You're going to make some complete stranger cry. You really, you predicted it. You're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. Like it's going to be, I imagine at any of us, if we just happen to be in central park, we'd be like, Oh my God, this is a wedding. We have to stay to the end. Oh heck yeah. <laughs> Well, you know how they say, like, it's always a person that you know or the person that, you cl- that you're that you closest to that ends up killing you. That's how I feel about weddings, where it's, like, the person closest to you is the one that, like, ruins your wedding. They say, like, the wrong thing. They, like, they like are mean to you on the day of. Strangers are so nice to you on your wedding day. So, like, yeah, go to Central Park and, like, all the people around you. You're going to have, like, a thousand guests, just everyone who's at Central Park. It's going to be great. And learn from Kennedy. Continue to wear that dress leading up to the yes. ceremony and afterwards get all that yes. free stuff get, get all that, that champagne yes mm-hmm. <laughs> go to your favorite restaurant yeah get a free dessert get a free you know d- people will be like i'll pay for your taxi like you'd be surprised Heck yeah where make sure that you're wearing white and everyone's gonna figure it out have a little bouquet yep yeah everyone will figure it out it'll be real fun <laughs> <laughs> this is so cute though yeah. I like their little secret engagement. It's kind of romantic. It is. I like it. And and it's a bummer with your parents. And I, I imagine afterwards it'll be an awkward conversation. But also, like, you kind of live your life. Yes. Yeah. You do. You, you know, you, you, it sounds like, you know, your parents struggle with you guys growing up. And getting married is a pretty grown-up decision. And you seem, like, pretty mature. So we're complete strangers. And we're very supportive of this. Yes. And we would not drive to your brother's house at 6 a.m., no. To go in the snow. Nope. No. I might be on the phone with him or say, text me when you get there to make sure you're okay. Six is not that early. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I mean, we're not talking 3 a.m. <laughs> like the sun's out. Yes. At six. <laughs> yeah. 
happen. There's life. There's cars. You know, it's good. So you're never going to do that to your kids. But also, I didn't grow up in the snow. So I get that's that true. that's a different. But if you grow up in the snow, too. then aren't you used to driving in the snow and it's not a big deal? You would think. Yeah. I don't know. Listen, obviously, like you said, the parents are loving a little too hard and maybe they're struggling with you guys growing up, but I like that you guys continue growing up instead of because you yep. could easely yeah. do a little arrested development and act like dodos and you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you know those people that kind of just allow that to happen and then you're just like, meh, you know, you need to grow up a little bit. And yeah. you guys all defiantly were like, we're going to become adults. Yeah. I like it. Sticking together. Yeah. Siblings. And congratulations and tell us all about your wedding. Let yes. us know how the Central Park wedding went. Yeah, we went to Yes. Know. What did your dog wear? Was there a crown? <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready to get on to number three? Let's do it. Okie Dear Brooke, Pam, Ruth, and potential guest of honor. Oh, I like that. I am a guest of honor. Yes, you are. Uh, <laughs> thank you for your advice and words of wisdom for all things weddings being one of the first of my circle of friends to go through wedding planning you ladies have unknowingly helped me through many little hurdles now i'm hoping you have some advice for my current situation i'm paying for my bridal party to get their hair and makeup done with me in the decked out bridal suite i asked my mom to join because i would love for her to be pampered and spend that time with me in later discussions she asked if my fiance's mom would be joining when I said no, my mom decided that it would be rude for her to be there without my fiance's mom being included. Although she's aware, I tried to explain how my fiance's mom makes me very anxious. She's very, in the nicest way possible, needy and overbearing. She stood her ground. I stood mine. Although my fiance's mom knows nothing of this conversation slash decision, I can't help but feel like she's taking this experience with my mom away from me. I battle a resentment I know is unwarranted. Hmm. Um, my mom then went a step further and said, because my sister is involved, that my fiance sister should be included too. But my sister is a bridesmaid and I feel like I have to draw the line somewhere. Do I cave and sacrifice some of my sanity on what's supposed to be my day? Or do I stand my ground and hope my mom will see how much this means to me? And if I'm, and if I'm supposed to cave, do I include his sister as well? My idea of a compromise was to give my fiance's mom and my sister recommendations for a local blow dry bar or salon to get pampered on their own. What do you ladies think? Am I being a brat? Sincerely just want to be pampered in peace. Mm, interesting. Thoughts from everyone. First of all, I have to say, we jokingly, Kennedy, there's this wedding planner that we've had on a bunch of times that's our buddy, Amanda Walker. <clears throat> and she has a very distinct voice. She talks like this. Amanda's, right? This is like Amanda's mm -hmm. voice. Amanda yeah. Walker. And Amanda Walker would tell you what, Pam? Just do it. Just put them just in the fucking bridal suite room. Yeah. See, we don't I always feel... agree with Amanda, but we always yeah. give Amanda. We, I have Amanda's voice in the back of I my mind. I heard her saying it as just, I was reading just this. Put them just in do the it. room with you. Just, just do, it. do it. So I'm, that's I'm just giving Amanda's, and now we actually give our advice. It's like there's a fourth person, like she's a ghost that just like <laughs> follows us around. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like controversially, and this is the first time I've ever said this, I do not agree with the bride. Like, I do actually think that she's being a little bit of a brat. Ooh. Which is, that's the, that is the first time I've ever said that I don't agree with a bride. But for me, I feel like because now I'm married and also like I come from an Asian family, family is so important. And like, it's not your fiance's mom anymore. This is your mom now. This is your second mom. And so 
when you're going into this wedding, you should be treating her that way. And like to resent, it sounds like your mom did not raise you this way. If your mom's first reaction is like, why is your other mom not there? That's wonderful of your mom to bring that up. And I think it's totally valid. Like you're paying for everyone else. And it seems like you're only like, just want to be pampered in peace. Pamper your mother-in-law, pamper your sister-in-law. This is your family. Now you're going to be spending the rest of your life with your fiance and your fiance's family. It just sounds like you're making life harder for yourself unnecessarily. Ooh. You want to go next? <laughs> no, I want you to go. I have a couple <laughs> of different scenarios swirling around. As you talked, I had even more going. Go ahead. Um, I have to agree. I have to agree with Kennedy. I And the ghost of Amanda Walker. And the ghost of Amanda Walker. <laughs> very much alive, by the way. The spirit of, let's yes. say that. <laughs> You know, I mean, I I understand where you're coming from, and it is going to be a stressful day. And if she adds a little bit of stress, um, I can understand where you don't want that in your room. And maybe, maybe, you know, I bottom line, I say that you should definitely invite them. But I think there should be caveats. Like, is there a separate like area that most people can hang while you're getting your or, you know, whoever's getting their makeup done is maybe in a separate area. So you can be a little zen during that time. Put your mom or your sister on mother-in-law watch and sister-in-law watch and keep them entertained. Or one of your bridesmaids say, listen, you know what? You know, she really gets me worked up. If you can just kind of keep her entertained, keep the champagne floor, just, you know, talk to her while all of this is happening. So it's not you. And I think that's kind of where you're coming from is that you're going to feel because it is your day that you have to be the one entertaining them and keeping them entertained. But that's not your job that day. Put that on somebody else in your bridal party. I think that's smart. Yeah. I think like Pitt was saying, at least a spot for even if you can just be alone, you alone, even if you... Even if you can't grab grab any more of your friends into the room if it's tiny, but having a space where you can kind of be quiet. So you're not looking like you're separating them from other people. You're just separating yourself, which is completely normal for somebody to do on their wedding day. Maybe you need a minute. Maybe you're nervous. Maybe you need to work on your vows, whatever. You can take an excuse to remove yourself alone. But I think isolating them is going to be hard. Here's the thing. On one hand, like I totally get it. Like I totally get it. Like, my mother-in-law is a handful. I love her, but I've also now known her for over a decade. But like, she's a handful and she's a lot and she brings a lot of energy and it's a lot. But it's one of those things where she's going to be around for the duration of my marriage or until she, heaven forbid, passes. She's yep. But like, she's, she's around, man. Like, she's going to be around. So I have to figure out how to navigate having her in my life and not going crazy from her being a little wackadoo at times. Like, I have to figure it out. If I want to keep this man in my life and want to keep his family happy and that's part of it, like, you kind of have to start to navigate these personalities because she's not going away. This is a trial run for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, for graduation, for 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 when you're if you want to have children when she's in the delivery room. Like this is (laughs) trial run for every other family event you're going to be having in your life. And maybe it is that you haven't spent a lot of time with her 
that aren't in these big situations, like big dinners for Thanksgiving or like big family get togethers. And you kind of are always seeing her at this like amped experience. Is it possible to you just spend a little bit more one-on-one time with her? So maybe you bond with her a little bit before this day. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't just feel like this stranger that annoys you. You know what I mean? If you could take your mom and his mom and your sister and his sister, and you guys go out to brunch and you just get to know each other maybe a little bit. Maybe you've already done this and you're just like, this is annoying to me, Brooke. But on the off chance <laughs> you haven't, you kind of have to open up your heart and your brain a little bit because you have to find creative ways for the duration of being with this person. Like this is his mom. It goes beyond the wedding day. And it's your mom. Yeah. Now. It's your mom. Yeah. And you have to see it as like an extension. Like everything you do to treat her and how you treat her is an extension of how much you love your significant other. That's what you have to think about in-laws, even if they drive you nuts or whatever. As I've always said, never fight with your in-laws. It's never worth it. But you like this is a person that it's like you said, this is your family and this is your significant other's family. And this is a person who and you have to kind of find the good in her. You know, she raised a person who you have fallen madly in love with. Yeah, she must have some good qualities in there somewhere. And you have to dig around a little bit. Here is my my get around to keep you from completely going insane on this day. Keep in mind this sister and his mother, they might not want to spend all of the damn day with you. They probably want to see your husband or your fiance because that's the reason why they're there. They're not there because of you. They're there because of him. So there is a chance that she wants to see her son on this day more than she wants to hang out with you. So if you can kind of get a read on what she's thinking for that day, maybe you schedule her to get hair and makeup first. First. So she's included. And then you scoot her out of the room and she goes and hangs with the groom and his people and his side of the family. So she feels taken care of. But maybe when it's coming up to the moments before you're going down the aisle, she's not in your face. That's super smart. You know what I mean? Scheduling wise, trying to think, how do you navigate this? And I love Pam's suggestion of like, make sure your best friend or some other person or a cousin is just kind of on mother-in-law watch and just entertain her, play cards with her, talk with her, make her feel special. You know what I mean? Like whatever it is her quirk, like just distract her, Mm -hmm. just have somebody so she's not in your face. And the other good thing is that she can only be in your face so much because a lot of people are going to be in your face. It's your <laughs> right, wedding yeah. day. There's literally someone in your face putting on makeup. <laughs> like people are in your face. So she's going to be competing for your attention to begin with. So I think I think it's going to be okay. But I yes. do think you kind of have to let him in the room. I'm sorry. Yeah. As much of as all I- the things like I could if like we've I mean, I've heard stories of mother-in-laws being like this dress is hideous, wearing white on the day. If the worst thing your mother your mother-in-law is is a little needy. That's awesome. That's great. You have a great mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, I think I think, you know, she's going to be amped. She might be a lot, but now it's she's gonna yours. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be okay. She's yours. She's yours. <laughs> Get on board. A few hours later, she's officially family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how it works. And yeah, I think it I think it'll be cool. I think it'll be fine. You have to write us back to let us know how let us know Please. how it goes. Yes. And um and yeah, I think you're gonna be cool. It's I think gonna it's gonna right. be okay. Yep. You're gonna have fun. She's gonna be she has all her family in town too. To entertain. She's yes. got she'll be just yeah. she's gonna wanna scoot out early to go see her her sister or her cousin or whatever too. And this small gesture will go a long way. Yes. And yeah. make sure to compliment her. Like take a little moment that day. Be nice to her, be sweet to her, make it a little bondy moment so she has a happy memory of you specifically on that day. 
I think you, I think it, it'll serve you good. Because yep. remember, man, later, if you have kids, that's a future babysitter, man. You want to take yeah. care of that situation. You take care of that relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Free babysitting. <laughs> all right, cool. So those For are all the sure. confessionals. Yay. That's it. Do you guys want to get into bridal breaks? Let's do it. Okay. Bridal breaks for any of our newer listeners are suggestions we give not only to brides, but to grooms or anyone helping to plan a wedding. Anyone. Maybe maybe an influencer. Yeah. Or maybe somebody (laughs) working in a bridal shop. Um, Yeah, they're just suggestions that have nothing to do with wedding planning. Mm -mm. There's fun things to do so you can stop stressing out about your mother-in-law being in the room while you're getting your makeup done (laughs) Mm -hmm. or a boob flying out while you're dancing. Like just take those stresses (laughs) out of your mind and enjoy these fun little things. Um, Pam usually does a cocktail. I do pop culture and our guests. I mean, it is TBD. TBD. I have no idea what Kenny's going to say. I love it. <laughs> I always like race myself and be like, what's it going to be? Yeah. And they I always love- wait to the last minute to figure it out. And it's always very exciting. It's the most exciting <laughs> part of the episode. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like this is being built up. I'm so <laughs> Pammy, what is your bridal break? All right. So this week I'm going to change it up a little bit. Okay. I am not giving a cocktail. You made me out to be a liar? Yes. Wow. But, well, so (laughs) I am giving a book suggestion, but the book is called Tangare. So it's still a cocktail. Okay. Um, If anybody follows Humans of New York, it's an Instagram feed. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon, who uh, Brandon Sen, who does that, he had this amazing story that was like weeks long um, of this woman, Stephanie, whose um, stage name was Tangare. And I was hooked on this story. And I just love the way he laid it out. And he added so I love the way he did it on the website on on Instagram, and then they once it was out, they put it in book form. And so I, that's my suggestion is the book Tangare. It's all of it, and there's a few extra stories in there that wasn't in the Instagram feed, and it's really fun. It's a quick read. It's awesome, and she's amazing. Oh, that's so cool! Cool. I like it. Drink adjacent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my bridal break is, um, so a couple weeks ago, I started seeing the movie trailers for When the Crawdads Sing. Yes. Which mm-hmm. I knew there was going to be a Taylor Swift song, so I'm already like, I'm hooked. And then like <laughs> Reith With- Reese Witherspoon is one of the executive producers. And ah. I'm like, mm-hmm. she's like a Southern girl like me. So I'm just like, okay, this is going to be legit. Mm-hmm. And then all I saw were just like little snippets from the trailer. And it just got me so hooked that I couldn't wait for the film to come out so I listened to the audiobook because I just had to know the story so I have yet to see the movie but it gets really really good reviews like everyone's saying great things about it but I can specifically suggest the audiobook so it's where the crawdads sing and it's written by Delia Owens and what's great about it is that the narrator doesn't have an annoying voice you know sometimes (laughs) when you get the audiobook and you're like I really wanted to listen to this rather than physically read it you know Mm because you're driving around doing dishes and so much you know sometimes it's just more 
easy to listen to the book rather than read it. Absolutely. And you start chapter one and they're like, chapter one. And you're like, I can't fucking do it. (laughs) Delete, return, return to the library. Like we're done. Like we're done. But this one, I genuinely liked her voice. I thought the story was really interesting. I I don't want to give away, but it genuinely has a very interesting ending. I feel like I learned a lot about that region, which it takes place in, in South Carolina. Like I am into it. Nice. Yeah. And it was a really breezy and it's also like, it, it it's you know most of the people that listen to the podcast are women and like the main character is a woman and just like a very independent woman it's really interesting to see like her point of view and how you're just like you can't help but root for her you know what i mean yeah. so i uh, in it I mean, nothing to do with weddings. I mean, it is just so <laughs> far from weddings, but it's it's kind of a whodunit. It's a mystery, right? It's a little bit of a mystery, okay, yeah. a little bit of a love story, a little bit of... It's like, in my queue. Yeah. The audiobook is in my queue. Yes. Well, I highly suggest it because right. there is not an annoying voice giving you the news. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> yes, but that's my... It's specifically the audiobook, but obviously the book would be good as well. And as I've and the heard, the movie is great. And the Taylor Swift song. So everybody oh, wins. Cool. I know. Okay, Kennedy. okay hit us i have an i have an activity suggestion um so if you are in the los angeles area there is a westfield century uh, century city westfield and at the century city westfield there is this store and it's called either camp or campground you'll see it because the inside is set up it has like tents and this big jeep in the middle right and it looks like this little store that has some like fun camp games and like some toys and there's some adult stuff and some kids stuff and you walk in And you go towards the front counter and there will be a person there who will just go, do you want to go to the back and say yes. And what they do is they, the back wall of the store opens, and it's like a, a toy speakeasy and you walk into this back room and there's like stations where you can do like, you can paint like color me mine style. You can make like, uh, like bead bracelets. You can splatter paint, like throw paint at each other. They give you like these trench coats to do that. It's like they <laughs> set up the back room to be like this mini like camp, summer camp style. Yeah. And they have like summer camp activities in the back room for you to play and do. And so you can take like your kids, you can go with your friends and like, you can like get drunk at Italy and then go to the camp <laughs> in West Ham and, like, play it. Um, but it's like super random me and my friend like happened upon it one day and we spent like two hours there did you know going so- in that that was what was happening or did you just walk into a store no we just walked into the store because it looked really cool and like it was like very fun and the lady was like you want to go into the back and I was like I could either get killed or have a really good time I'm kind of down for either I was like let's do it and she took us into this dark back room and it was like so cool that's fun oh my gosh I want to take my kids I there I immediately yeah. saw you look at I could see the wheels turn I was like this is very much for and Pam's like, kids like, yes you can make like a neon sign and like it's like I think the most expensive activity is like $30 and it starts at like seven or eight dollars for the activity so it's really affordable too so fun wow what's it called again camp is the name of the store it was, it's like either camp or campground. Okay. It's like if you if you ask somebody like where's the campy store, they'll they'll there's only one in the whole mall. And it's the Westfield Mall. Century City. Century City, City Westfield. Okay, got it. Yep. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We'll make good sure. It was not sponsored. I just thought it was really cool. <laughs> if no, you don't that's get a, a good bridal break. You don't get a free beaded bracelet out of this. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
That's so cool. That sounds really fun. That's exciting. Just oh like God. go to the back and the wall opens. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I would have said yes. That would have scared me a little bit, but that's awesome. Now <laughs> I notice I have yes. to admit, there was like a six year old in front of me who was like, let's go. And I was like, if he can uh, do it, I can do it. All right. All right. We got this. <laughs> that kid's ready to party. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll have what he's having. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's so cute. Well, Kennedy, we did it. We did it. We got we the whole show. It. Thank you. <laughs> um, before we go, we want you to plug, plug, plug yes. all the different ways people can find you and your stuff. Yeah, I am as easy as it gets. Every one of my socials is Gown Eyed Girl. It's based off of Brown Eyed Girl. So it's spelled like very similar Gown Eyed Girl. You can find me on TikTok. You can find me on Pinterest. You can find me on Instagram, YouTube, YouTube shorts, everything. Um, and it's all the same name. Yeah. I love it. So fun. Follow, follow, follow. Check it out. She's yeah. really fun. Yeah. yeah. She's a, that's a bridal break within itself. Even though it's technically still bridal, it doesn't feel it. It's just fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't feel like the stressful part of wedding planning. It just looks like the fun, yeah. inspirational part. Yes. Gets and you I, excited about wedding and planning. And I have to say, I love the dress that you picked for Captain Marvel. Like that was my favorite. Yes. That one was so cool. She was controversial, but I stand by it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh, I had to pick up Ruth. Ruthie's yeah, making Ruth an appearance here at the end. Oh. Yes, Hi, Miss Ruth. Okay, oh, thank yes. Thank you very much for that kiss. That was important that we get that in the podcast. Oh. Um, so before we go, Pam, Kennedy, get to witness this very exciting part of the podcast. My favorite. My favorite part. So you just told us all the different ways that listeners can reach you. Now we're going to tell the listeners all the different ways that they can find us. And we do it in the form of a quiz that I ask Pam. I'm going to let you hold cool. on this dog because I got to hold the clipboard. Here. Actually, I, you should hold the dog and I should hold the clipboard. Uh-uh, no cheating. No cheating. On, hold no, the dog. you do on the quiz. She's heavier than you think, right? She, you're solid, Ruthie. She's little, but she's sturdy. She's my thick queen. All right, this thing. You ready, Pammy? Oh. Yeah. We're, okay? we're having cord issues. Oh, <laughs> cables wrapped around Ruth's foot. I swear, guys, we're, we're, we're very professional around here. You got it? Oh, it really is. I really did just like what? loop it in. Okay, lift her up all right. and then I'll do... Okay, yep. Okay, good. Okay, I'm keeping all, right. all this in. <laughs> We're good. Okay, you ready, Pam? You're ready. Um, Pam, we have a website. What is it? Uh, weddingconfessionals.com. Um, from there, you can find all the links to where we are on social media because unlike Gown Eyed Girl over here, it's different <laughs> for almost all of them because Wedding I Confessionals know. is too long. It's long. <laughs> oh. I know. Mm-hmm. We didn't think it through. Uh, Pammy, <laughs> what are the different places? Uh, we're on social media. Yes. Go to our website. You can find all the links from there. Where are we on social media? We're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Pinterest. Yes. Also on the website, you can find show notes. So all the things we're talking about today, links to Gown Eyed Girl, links to the cool, fun camp place. Yes. Um, that'll all be on the show notes that you can find on the website. Um, Pammy, we would love for people to share their confessionals with us. Yes. I have to move the bike, but she can't <laughs> sit all the way up because the dog's in the way. Um, oh, it's always anonymous. Just send us your stories, your rants, your fun little your fun fun stories yes like boob like- i want nudity more nudity in the <laughs> confessionals guys send it our way um there are three different ways you can send us your confessional one is an email what's the email address weddingconfessionals at gmail.com you can leave us a voicemail we transcribe it we do not use your voice mm-hmm. what is the phone number you can leave a voicemail four three four nine <laughs> uh, you've been getting it right for months now oh are God. you blanking on the phone number I made her nervous. Nine three three four six six three. No. Oh my god. 
Tammy. 434-933-2663. I need you to know that all the listeners are screaming in their cars. <laughs> 2663. <laughs> I, I blame Ruth. Yes. She's distracting She is very me. distracting. She's too cute. I know. I understand. She's it, licking. I know. She's no good for quids. I couldn't bring her into the SATs, you know? No. Like, she's too distracting. It's too much. Um, besides that, there's a way to... Um, <laughs> Leave us your confessional without giving us your email address or your phone number. You go to our website, weddingfessionals.com, and you click on a tab that says... Tell us your secret. Tell us your secret. From there, there is a form you can fill out. There's a little box where you put in a name. You can get very creative. Yeah. And then another box that's larger where you just type out all your drama. That's where you put the nude information. Let us know. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) That's where you tell us all about your wedding, your drama, and... Maybe one story about nudity. Just one more. What? Oh, my god! You want more than that? I The flood that's going to come in of nudity stories. Is gonna Wedding be, confessionals yes. after dark. We're going to have to have like a separate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So, Pammy, uh, we would love for people to give us five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts and now Spotify. Spotify, too. You can do it on Spotify as well. So, if you're listening to us and you're using those uh, um, platforms. podcast platforms, feel free to give us five stars. Besides Apple Podcasts, Pammy, we are on two different podcasting places that start with the letter A. What are they? Audible and Amazon. Two with the letter C. Castbox and Castro. Two with D. Downcast and Deezer. One with G. Google. One with I. iHeartRadio. One with O. Overcast. One with L. Listen Notes. Eight with P. Kennedy, this was where it gets interesting. Eight. With P, can you do it while my dog licks your hand? I don't know. I'll I be, believe in you. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll help get you. Four. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Um, podcast Attic, Podcast Republic, Podbean, Pocket Cast, Pod Paradise, um, Pod uh, Player FM. Um, Two more. I know it's always six. Um, did I say Pocket Cast? Pod, Podtail? Podtail is new. Um, and oh, oh what she is do it? Kennedy, she's gonna do it. Nope, I'm <laughs> The dog is walking on the table. Okay, <laughs> that was impressive. <laughs> you give it up. I got one extra towel? this time. Yes, Podcast Land. Land. Podcast land. Okay. Uh, Radio Public, we already said Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and YouTube also using Alexa and Siri. You just have to say, play the Wedding Confessionals podcast. We did it. You yes. did it. Kennedy, you did Whew. it. Everybody did it. Ruth. Yay. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing all of your amazing stories. Yes. That was so much Thanks fun. Thanks for having me. Now we all have to leave and not drink coconut water. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pammy, I will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song. And David Kancherwitz for our fantastic logo. And Ramsey Millette and Brian Maylard for their technical support. If you want to learn more about our show, where you got to go, Pam? Check out our website, weddingconfessionals.com. That's it, girl. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.